Hi, hello, how are you doing? Thank you for tuning in to the Cloud Coffee interview series. This is a podcast series where we bring in members of the underground community, whether they be rappers, singers, producers, or even people who make art. We talk to them in a low, soothing voice, the kind of voice that feels warm, like the first sun rays on a summer morning. And once they've been lulled into a false sense of security, we get them to spill all their beans for that sweet, sweet content. Today's guest is an old friend and a man of many skills and talents. Narf Elok has been making music for nearly five years, and during that time, he's dipped his toes into a plethora of different genres. He's had breakout singles on Spotify. He's tried his hand at production, He makes all of his own cover art, and today, he tells us how it all came together. So, without further ado, we present Cloud Coffee, Episode 6, This Music Shit Ain't Nerfing To It. Hello? I see you're in here. What up? What up, bro? How you doing? How was so you're in uh we say you're in Grand Traverse? Yeah, I was in Traverse City. What were you doing up there? Uh just playing some hockey. We rented some ice. The rinks are closed here, so we went up there for a little bit. Alright, for sure. Was that did was Moyle there or am I thinking of Yeah, yeah, Moyle came. Alright, for sure. Did did you guys fun. win? I mean it was just kind of like a little scrimmage deal. So yeah. we didn't really keep track or anything. But yeah. probably, you know. <laughs> the Nagani boys always win in hockey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, what have you been up to lately? Uh, shoot, not too much. I've been working a lot, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Where, where, where are you working at now? Still Midori Sushi Place. I am sure. You get any uh, take-home? Take-home? Like, uh, I don't know how food places work, but do you get, any, uh, get to take anything home it, at the end of the day? Oh, yeah. I, I usually eat there. It's, it's like nice. my main source of food, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> is that like a, is that a big campus place? Uh, not really. Somewhat, but. Like, do, do a lot of people from campus come there? Or yeah, I guess like, is, is it like big with the students? Oh, yeah, for sure. When they're here. Mm-hmm. It's a little pricey, but best sushi in town, so <laughs> sushi is kind of trendy. Yeah, it really is. Uh, MSU has a bunch of them over here. Oh, I bet. Mount P is always so interesting to me with, like, the way their main strip is set up, just because like, it's just, like, one long road and everything is just lined across it or lined Literally. down. It. Then you eventually hit a point to where it's just like, oh, there's nothing here anymore. <laughs> the highway. Yep. No, it's, uh, and I've, I've always been kind of just very... I always wondered like how that came to be because I haven't really seen a town where it's literally like that. Right. Yeah. Like it just kept growing. They were like, oh, we'll just keep going on this road, I guess. <laughs> Do you want to add some curves? No, it's just keep it going. Nah. Straight's <laughs> oh, good. I'm trying to be like Vegas out here. <laughs> MS, or not MSU, CMU is just like fucking, what is it, Caesar's Palace or whatever that shit is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was straight up. We just need the big-ass fountain. Yeah, big-ass fountain, like a miniature Eiffel Tower. For real. They could do that. What was it? That'd um, be sweet. So you can fit be... that in the funding, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Uh, yeah. What was that? Trump was saying, like, all the international students are going to have to go home if uh, colleges don't offer, like, an in-person class or something like that. I don't know if you heard yeah. about that. Yeah, dude, I've seen that. He's going to, like, revoke their visas or something. Like, what the hell? What like, fuck? Sorry, you're not going to school anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, they kind of are, though, like, even if it's online. Yeah, it's like, all right, well. Still going to a U.S. institution. Yeah, and they're still paying, like, three times what your average student pays. Like, dude, just. Right, <laughs> right. And he's, like, also saying he's going to, like, defund some of these public schools if they don't do in-person classes. And it's like, dude, just. Oh, for real? I didn't know that. I thought I heard something about that. Like, that was, like, a threat. I mean, maybe the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe the international students not being there was like what I was thinking of, but yeah, it's literally like a threat. Like, you're, literally, you're really threatening to like defund public education right now. Like, 
Yeah. I don't know. Like yeah, I don't know shit about politics, but I just, you know, you see that shit and you're like, well, that just, that's, oh, yeah. that's just not right. No doubt. Yeah, but, um, no, well, thank you for hopping in today, sir. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, glad you're able to find the time and I'm going to try to, <clears throat> I'm going to try to pretend like I don't already know you and I haven't known you for five, six years, but uh, <laughs> All right. that's going to be kind of tough, but yeah, whatever. Like it's going to be, right. yeah, hopefully I can keep this kind of, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe it'll be better because I know you or we know each other. For sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, obviously I kind of know, but this is more for the people, but I always ask this to start off. What's kind of the, the life story that brought you to sitting on the other end of a mic with me? Uh, I mean, I feel like we started making music at the same time, mm-hmm. to get pretty, pretty much together for the most part, Yeah, at least in affiliation. I mean, well, I think then, the first song we ever did was, oh no, 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 it wasn't my first song, but like we, we collabed like when we were, you know, in high school still. Right, right. I mean it, baby, but, uh, shout oh, good out. Lord. <laughs> shout out g Easy. He's still pissed about that one. Yeah, dude. It's in my DMs all the time. It's <laughs> annoying as hell. Got Jeezy and Josh Peck fucking always hitting you up. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I I thought it was pretty cool you're doing this interview thing and gave me an opportunity. I was like, all right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> So, like, how did you, you know, really get into music? Because I know, I know I'll, I'll try to let you tell more of this story, but I just know that you For and sure. Noel used to kind of, like, mess around. I think it was, like, the iPad days, like, when you guys were recording on, like, the iPad and making beats yeah. on there. But, like, you know, how did that all kind of come about? I don't know. I've always really just enjoyed music, like, even just listening to it. Mm-hmm. And, like, even before, like, the iPad days, uh, like, I would, like, play a like a an instrumental like off of like either my computer or my phone Mm -hmm. and then i had an ipod and uh i'd go in like a voice memo and record (laughs) so i'd do like i'd play the beat out loud and then just like rap or sing to the beat and record it all in like a ipod voice memo (laughs) i guess those are like my true first like recorded songs i guess you could say yeah the origins garbage quality probably (laughs) trash songs but you know it was something it was a start and then i mean that was just like for fun really and then i don't know i was just always kind of messed with it when i had the chance that's when like the whole kind of making some like loops on the garage band or whatever on the iPad and kind of messing with that. I, I feel like at first it started as like, uh, like as fun. Like we made that country song. Yeah. And that was, that was just out. That was just something we did cause we were bored. Yeah. But then I, I think that was kind of like a door that opened that was like, Oh shoot. Well, we like made music. We actually liked. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I got logic. And, like, after I got Logic, it was, like, game over. Yeah. Um, all right. And so, like, I guess I have a couple questions about that. So, yeah. um, Here All Night, you guys made that. And, like, I love that song. Like, the, especially, like, <laughs> the original version. I mean, I've for sure. I've, I've rarely heard the original version because you guys, for some reason, decided to uh, put all the vocals in reverse. In reverse, yeah. Why, why did you do that? Uh, I don't think there's any good reason behind it. Uh, <laughs> we were just being goofy. I mean, trying to be like somewhat mysterious, I guess. <laughs> like, if we entertained ourselves by doing that, I feel like, like, let's drop it, but let's make it so no one can understand it and put it in reverse. I mean, that's like, that's pretty good marketing, actually, because then if you did that today and like, it was like a really good song and it sounded really good, but the <laughs> right. somehow it sounded good, but the vocals were in reverse. You'd probably have people like hitting you up being like, Hey, like do right. you, you got the original version of that. Cause I would love to hear that. I don't know. That's, that could be a marketing tactic. If you somehow were able to do that. thousand more followers and I'll drop it. <laughs> <laughs> that could, that, that could be a trend. Like you just fucking have 
I don't know. That could be something that could be in the future. Yeah, for sure. The new marketing tactics. And then, oh yeah, and then so, you know, obviously I think that's probably around the point where you, me, and Moyle kind of all crossed paths. Yeah, and, for sure. And like, I know that it was, uh, you know, for the homecoming video, the g Easy remix, um, I know that you guys, you know, decided to do that. That was like for the homecoming video. And that was part of like a specific class in our school that like, right. that was their responsibility. So were you guys picked to do that? Or did you just say, Hey, we're going to do this like that, that specific part? Uh, well, it was all just like everyone in the class could like contribute something to the video. Mm hmm. And I guess that was just our idea to do that. From what I remember, I don't, I don't think it was different. But we're just like, yeah, we can put something in the video. Screw it, and let's let's do a remix of Jeezy. Jeezy, <laughs> <laughs> as logical as that sounds. I mean, he was he was kind of popping at the time. Yeah, that's true. It was a big song, and th that video was. I mean, I remember you guys like. I, I think I already knew the song. But I think you guys showed me the video of the song because I don't think I'd seen it before. And I was like, all right, let's see what For we sure. can do here. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, oh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to ask about that. Because that was just like, that was just so, not, not goofy, but it was just like so, such a, like a weird way for all of us to like do our first collaboration, I feel like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, a song about beating a rival, like not even a rival school, just the team we were playing on homecoming. Like, yeah, like a diss track to them almost. <laughs> like, like Gwen, dude. Like, like just right. we knew we were gonna stomp. And we're just all right. Let's make this fucking like homecoming video and just make it even worse by just dissing them in a song. <laughs> just shit on them. <laughs> um, they probably never heard it, but you know it's fine. No, probably. I, if if anyone heard it, it, was probably like Streeter, and he might have sent it to one person or something like right. that. I doubt right. it though. Um. So then, I'm trying to think where it all kind of went from there, because I think, uh, what what happened afterwards? So I, I guess from your recollect recollection, like where did it kind of go for the rest of high school for us, or like you know when we were all working together? Yeah, I feel like during the rest of high school. I, I still even then like wasn't even like into it mm -hmm. like as nearly and like not even close as much as I am now obviously but like I don't know I, I still like I didn't have like a laptop or anything at that point still mm -hmm. or like logic or anything I remember like getting like back into it like and taking it more seriously when I got my MacBook I lived in Big Rapids at that point and Moyle had like made a beat on Logic on my computer, and it, we had this like little, it it it's like pretty much a karaoke mark microphone is like what it looked like <laughs> like USB karaoke yeah. microphone, and then I recorded uh, like I guess the first song I dropped on SoundCloud besides like backwards here all night. <laughs> which was Hawaiian Pog. Yeah. Which isn't up anymore, but it was a start. Yeah, I I remember like those days recording in your uh, in your mom's place in the closet. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was the summer after that, after Hawaiian Pog that then that's when we really started to like, you know, try and try and actually do something. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh that was the premiere of DJ Leaves the Booth. DJ you, leave the booth, yeah. Because <laughs> you could hear, you could hear the door closing as he left the booth every time. Yeah. No, you gotta leave that in there, man. It's my <laughs> trademark. You gotta leave it in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm about to head out of the booth. Damn, it's kind of. Uh -huh. <laughs> we had the Pierre tag before it was even a thing. <laughs> For real. Um, you're. I think you're forgetting a pretty important song, though. Um, if 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 you know what I'm talking about. I'm forgetting one. Oh, wait. It was I'm you. Forgetting one. It was one of your singles that you dropped way back in the day. You performed way at the back? talent show. Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here all or not here all night? That we already. Uh, what was it called? I'm blanking. <laughs> uh, Be Beyond the Stars. Yeah. Let's go. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> that was so. What you're? I'm. 
I don't, I don't know if you remember like how that came to be just cause that was a long time ago too. But like, yeah. What yeah. was that? Like, how did that come to be? That was just one of those nights me and Moyle were together and like, I don't know, we were like up all night, <laughs> probably, probably drinking some Mountain Dew or something. <laughs> and and the, he had his iPad and he had GarageBand on it. And I was just playing with it. And I just like, threw a couple loops on the track and like made this like basic ass little like beat. And no, that was, I, we we're just messing around and I just started like freestyling to it. And then I like freestyled it and we were laughing our asses off. And he was like, bro, you gotta do it again. He's <laughs> like, I gotta record it. So then he like pulled out his phone or whatever. And we've made like this whole little, I guess we'll call it like a, theatrical presentation of it <laughs> and the the thing is that song's never been like like recorded like recorded only like audio from like a video mm-hmm. but but it was fun do you have any intentions of remastering it like you did here all night uh i mean honestly i have like i made another beat mm-hmm and I had intentions of it was kind because when when I even when even when I put it on a SoundCloud we I put demo it was mm-hmm. Beyond the Stars demo because <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't fully done yet but I a couple of years ago probably even like three years ago I had made a different beat and I pretty much recorded the whole song again like pretty much a totally different song, same lyrics for the most part and mm-hmm. everything, kind of the same feel, but that's like done. <laughs> it just needs <laughs> to be like mixed and mastered, but I don't know. It's It's been like three, four years since I did that, so yeah, I feel like I've progressed somewhat, so I don't know. I don't even know where the file is anymore. It's probably on like my external hard drive somewhere. Yeah. So do you have like all of our old songs from that time period on that hard drive or are they kind of just lost to the times? Yeah. Most of them should be on the hard drive. All right. I might have you send those over to me. I have a lot of them. (laughs) Or like maybe I'll, I'll head up there one of these days just so you're not just like sitting there doing that. Like we'll, we'll hang out and like, we'll just like go through all of them and relive some memories. Yeah. It's, it's honestly pretty fun. Just if if I'm bored and like want to entertain myself, I'll, throw it in and just scroll through them yeah 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 i really want because i you know we have the ones on moyle's computer and like those are nice but like i would really love right. to just get into the, the old stuff the old stuff mm-hmm. the dj leave the booth stuff <laughs> pre leaves the booth dj yeah. enters the booth enters the booth <laughs> damn the prelude um <laughs> Um, what else was I going to ask you? So let's see, where are we at right now on the timeline? So this is probably like uh, my freshman year of college. I, I was probably, yeah, uh, Hawaiian Pog was probably the summer before I went to my freshman year. You're a year older than me. Um, right. Yeah. Oh, oh and just so like, yeah, anyone listening, if they're confused right now, when we say Moyle, we mean uh Crick. And when we True. say Shane, obviously we mean drink water Shane. Um, I don't know. We will. I'm assuming we might say something about Mike. So if we're talking about Mike, we're probably we're talking about Churchill. Um, right. Just in case anyone is confused by that or doesn't know what the hell, who the hell Moyle is. Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> but let's see. So we're at that period. Um, I guess skip ahead to the next summer when it's after my freshman year of college. Um, God, what 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 were we making at the time? What what were you working on at that time? I'm trying to think. Yeah. Cause, cause what it was the, was it the past summer when we did like phantoms and stuff? That because that was at my, like in the, in my mom's house. Was phantoms right? in your mom's house? I thought it was at two eleven. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that was that summer. All right. I remember that. That's still a bop. Yeah, that's it's still not. Is. That's, I don't have that up anymore either. But I, I like that song. Yeah, that was. I don't know, like I don't know. You you tell me if you feel the same way, but I just think it's so interesting. Like 
for there was just like a time where we were like because i remember i was very lyric i was like the spiritual lyrical miracle rapper for, for a sure. while and then moyle helped me you know figure out how to do it with autotune and then like eventually i just moved away from it so i think right. for us and i'll probably i'm actually interviewing shane after this too i wanted to kind of keep nice. you guys individual give your own, give you each your own little you know your time to shine in this yeah um but like I feel like for us, especially me, I felt like Nemo was kind of that point where I'm like, all right, I know how to make a song like this, and I can actually start oh, yeah. working on the actual like lyrical side of it, you know, along with it sounding auto tuning. So what do you, what do you think that song was for you? Uh that's a good question. Uh, I mean, obviously, far away was like big for me, yeah. but. Uh, even like Sunshine Roses, like love that song. That was that was wild because it was something way different, mm-hmm. and uh, just the uh, like the feedback I got from people. Like I'd see someone and they'd be like, "You made like a legit song," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Yeah, I did, didn't <laughs> I? I did." Didn't I? <laughs> but you know, no, I do just shit? people like I didn't think people would enjoy it as much as they did, and I was like, "Wow." Like, that was kind of the first time that I had, like, that experience with, like, my serious, like, music compared to, like, you know, uh, Here All Night or something or, like, Beyond the Stars where it was just kind of, like, a (laughs) funny, like, thing. Yeah. So, I guess, I guess uh, Sunshine Roses would be that for me. All right. I'm going to pose the question of like this. I feel like you are like this. I, I was going to say, I feel like you have some, animosity I mean, I guess, you no, know, you're, you're, you're not, I do, but you're, you're kind of right with that one as well, because people did like that song. And that was like, the, that was like one of the only songs I have that like, you could like play during a party. Yeah. And you can, so yeah, I mean, sure yeah, there, there is that song too. But yeah. I feel like I don't really make that kind of stuff anymore. That's what I was going to say. I feel like as soon as you kind of hit that point where it's like, all right, you can make this kind of music and it's going to sound good, you completely just flip the script and went like down the Sunshine Roses. Yeah, so that's what. I've been meaning to ask, so like what what really kind of sparked that? Like why did you go down that direction instead of just kind of sticking with the old Narf? I don't know. That's. I just like at first – well, that song came about because I recorded it, like I recorded like the hook and like I think my verse, and left it unfinished. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna scrap it. Yeah. Like it's nothing's probably gonna come of it." And then Moyle got his hands on it. He's like, <laughs> "All of a sudden, he sent me a video of like his verse, and I'm like, he's like, yeah, I put a verse on and finished it.' I was like, "Shit." All right, that like gave me like a little bit of confidence with it. Like, oh, you liked it enough to like do something with it, so mm-hmm. it must be all right, I guess. Yeah. And then like dropped that, did decent. A lot of people enjoyed it, but I don't know. I felt like for me, and I still kind of feel this way that like I don't know. It's not very like good representation of like myself. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a very like like fake arrogant song i guess yeah like that's soundcloud know. right right which i mean like there can obviously be a good song like that doesn't like mean anything yeah but i think i find like more i get more excited about making a song that's like also very good but also like means something yeah i i definitely uh and i, I, and I go ahead and like I'll try and like revisit that sound too, like mm-hmm. and do that kind of stuff. But like I struggle writing that kind of lyric so hard. Like I don't know, it's it's hard for me at least. Yeah. I without think... without being like superficial, like too superficial or like too corny with it. Yeah, I think uh that youthful arrogance is pretty important when you're making that kind of music. And I think yeah, as you very... grow up you just lose it. For sure. Um, oh yeah, and uh, far away. So that was just like you know, I, it's a you know, not saying it's not a good song. It's a really good song, but it was just like it was just crazy that like you know, it just kind of blew up. So what really? Yeah. What, what do you think led to that? Or like, what do you think is the reason behind it just blowing up so hard? Uh, I think part of it was that 
I like truly like believed in it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, because I, I spent a lot of time on that song and so did Moyle. Yeah. And then even like me and Jay, when we recorded his verse, like, like there was, there's some hours into that song. So I like felt very strongly about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, I put a lot of my time and effort into this song. And I mean, not that I don't do that with like every song, but yeah. sometimes more than other with, or, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but. I don't know, and that was like the first song like that I really like pushed and tried to like promote and like went to different outlets to get them to promote it and whatnot. Yeah. And then I guess it got into the right hands and it I mean started doing pretty decent, which was honestly a shock to me because that was like that was the first song that like actually started to do numbers. Really good numbers too. Right. Yeah. Um. So, so, what you know? Obviously, like we do have access to distro. So, like, why do you? It, it, I think that's the only song on your Spotify. I was just kind of wondering why that is too. Yeah. Uh. I actually just added on Friday. Uh. My newest song. Uh. Endless summer. That's on Spotify now. Go too. listen to that. <laughs> right. But. Uh. I don't know. I feel like. Sometimes I'm too critical of myself and I'll be like, well, I don't know. This song's not good enough to put on like Spotify. Like I'm just going to like leave it on SoundCloud. I'm not going to like invest any more money into it, but mm-hmm. I'm starting to realize that I just need to do it either way. And now actually our song Cinderella, that's going to be up on Spotify on Oh really? On Friday now too. Okay. Um, so, one question I kind of had while I was thinking about Far Away: um, If someone was going to make a music video with it, what what would you envision that music video to be? What, what kind of themes and effects and shit? Uh, I I think it's kind of cool with that song because uh, I've gotten like like as far as people trying to understand what it's about, like people take it as like. A love song but people also take it as like uh like a self-reflection song i guess you could say yeah but i don't know i feel like maybe if i could like somehow mix those two concepts together and portray that that'd be kind of cool yeah i could see like you looking into a mirror like this would be like crazy effects like you looking into a mirror and you you see yourself looking back and one of you reaches in and grabs the other one or something like that. Yeah. That would be dope. Yeah. Cause um, like wh- where we at and where we've been just seems so far away. I feel like some people took that as like we talking about like a couple or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's also like, just like you talking or like me talking to myself, like where we are right now and where we were. Like they seem so far away. Yeah, made a lot of a lot of personal growth. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's see. I mean, so has anyone made like any like really interesting edits for that song or like anything like that? Uh, like you've noticed, like maybe using like a Fortnite montage or something. Yeah, there's been a couple. There's been like one or two Fortnite montages. Uh. There's a YouTube channel, BitTech. They did like a AMV uh, lyric lyric video to it, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. Yeah. Shit. But other than that, I don't think there's been a whole lot of stuff as far as that. All right, for sure. Um, let's see. Oh, so. I don't think I realized this before, but your Frankie love songs, is that, is that like another persona for you? Like, yeah, that's new. All right. I was going to say, doing that. where did that come from? I don't know. I just felt, <laughs> it's, it's kind of been, I don't know why I feel like I need to do that for some reason, but mm-hmm. it's just because I feel like some songs that I make are like super experimental or at least to me, like it's something way different than what I normally do. Mm-hmm. And 
I just feel like it doesn't necessarily fit under, I guess, the Narf brand, you could say, if mm-hmm. there even is that. But, like, <laughs> it just, I was just like, I don't know, Frankie Love's cool. Yeah, I like that like, name. Different kind of style. A little, something a little different. Yeah. Kind of like Mac Miller when he did, uh, uh, was it Larry Fisherman? Is that what yeah, he, or Larry yeah, Lovestein or something like that? He he had Larry Lovestein, he had Larry Fisherman, he had Delusional Thomas. Loved that. So I guess that that was also kind of like inspiration. I was like seeing that like him go to like a different style under a different name. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe I'll do the same. Yeah, and you produced one of those songs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah the it's... most recent one. Uh, intermission what did uh what did that production process look like for you like it looked like a 2 (laughs) a.m just sitting on my computer it's it's honestly very simple i just i just found a couple like melody loops and literally the first half of the song that's all it is. It's just a guitar loop. I didn't add anything to it. I just mm-hmm. thought the guitar by itself was like really kind of beautiful. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go off that. Yeah. But then like halfway through, I switched it up <laughs> through a different melody in there. And then I introduced some drums, which I suck with drums, but I was actually somewhat pleased with how they turned out. Mm-hmm. Drums are hard. They are, dude. I suck at them. <laughs> it's like, I don't like, cause the sound I go for is just never the one I get. Even when I download a really good drum pack, it's just slightly quiet yeah. or just like not quite yep. what I want it to be. Agreed. I don't know how Moyle does it. Other music. So, um, yeah. So, you know, obviously I like to do like a little bit of research. I obviously know you and I've known you for years and seen all your social media stuff, but like, so right. what's kind of the difference between the scenario page and the NARF ELOC page? Uh, I haven't, I don't use scenario that much anymore. Cause that, that started out as like, uh, that was like my personal page. Mm-hmm. And then like, at first, I didn't have like a music like account or anything, and I was just promoting everything from there mm-hmm. because I was like, I got Instagram, I'll just use that. But I feel like as I started taking more serious, I was like, all right, I need to like, because I need to like make a page and like be really displaying to like an audience that wants to like see like the content I'm putting out rather than just like forcing it upon like the people that already followed me just because they like knew me yeah yeah I feel that and I was like if they want to follow my music account they will and some of them do but because I haven't posted on that other account scenario in a minute right but I kind of figured that's kind of what it was or I thought maybe like scenario was I don't know your your finsta. I think I'm. I think that's what I would call it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to see because, um, yeah. I just want to you know make sure there wasn't any hidden gems on there as far as music. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. At least there might be. <laughs> Go follow me. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, go peep him. Um. So, what what what's kind of been one of your favorite things about this whole journey that you know, we've kind of taken so far, you know, with music and everything. Uh, I mean, obviously, like, I feel like we all grew to be pretty good friends, which I feel like is awesome. And then even just like, we've met so many cool people. My bad. No, you're good. (laughs) We've, we've met all these like cool people that like, I feel like I never would have met. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And then just, I don't know, finding like, it's just so much fun and like to actually just like make the music itself. Like, like now I can't imagine like not making music, you know what I mean? To where like before it was just like, 
once a month, like maybe <laughs> it'd be like, yeah, let's like mess around and make a song. But now it's like every day, like I, if I don't work, I'm like at my computer or like if like I get home from work, I'm just like, boom, like I'm going to go and see what, if I can like mess around and do something. Yeah, definitely. So like falling into that habit has been like nice because it's like a nice getaway and it's, oh, I really enjoy it. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, what does it look like when you go, you know, when you record or, you know, a, a night in the stew? What does that look like for you? Right. All starts with a beat that I like, actually like. I feel like because I'm. I'm very picky with with beats. Mm-hmm. So what are you looking like for I, then? That's I don't even know half the time. <laughs> I just have to like listen to like fifty beats, mm-hmm. and then like I'll maybe find something because like I know when like I hear a beat, and then I'll like words will just like or a melody or like pop in my head, and I'm like, okay, yeah, we gotta try something with this. Yeah, but I feel like half the time I'll like record a. Like, I always, I usually start with a hook. Sometimes I'll start with a verse, depending. But uh, if, like, I'll re- record this hook, I'm really feeling it. Like, I'm rolling with it, get it done, like, get everything mapped out. And then I'm listening to it. All right, okay. Then I listen to it again, and I'm like, eh. The next thing you know, like, I'm like, maybe I don't like this. I was like, I thought I liked it. But then I'll wake up, like, I'll go to sleep, wake up the next day, listen to it. I'm like, "Ah, I don't think I like this anymore. And then I'll just scrap it. But out of, I feel like there's a lot of failure, but the ones, once I finally, like, get a song I enjoy and, like, like, that's a pretty good feeling. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, you know, that, that final... And that final product is always just such a relief, especially when you know it's a completed product and all good to go. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I've got so many, like, unfinished songs that, like, I feel like if I were to just finish them, mm-hmm. like, right there, that they'd probably be out. But, like, since I, like, sat on them unfinished and, like, tried to go back to them, I'm like, eh, not really feeling that anymore. <laughs> is that... Because I, I know, you know, as as a friend of yours, I do know that a lot of the songs that you make don't really ever see the light of day. So is that kind of just the yeah. reason you're just like, eh, I'm not really feeling this anymore? Yeah. I mean, I get that even if I don't like it, someone else might. But, like, at the same time, I, w- I want to like the music I put out. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I want to be able to go through, you know. I, I feel the same way. I want to be able to go through my SoundCloud Um you know, my list or like my tracks and just be like, Hey, I like all of these. Um, there's not a single one. I right. regret. For sure. And that's why I, uh, that's why I took down the hot and heavy song like that I made with Chile like a month or two ago or in April. Okay. Yeah. Cause like, I, I don't know. I didn't know really, you know, I didn't really like my mix on it. I didn't really want to send it to more. I wanted it to be like, I made this. And, yeah. You know, I put fucking hours, I put like a full day and a half into making the music video yeah. for it. And I just, at the end of the day, when I went to upload it, I was like, I don't like this song. Like, I don't know what it is. Just something isn't right. And I'm going to take it down and like, you know, learning experience. Right. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything against the beat. It was literally like what I did with it. I just did not like, I was just, eh. For sure. Yeah. But you live and you learn. I get that a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's like every, like, it's like probably like a five to one ratio with like songs. I don't like to like that one song. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, dope. This is the one I'm gonna drop next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, kind of going on, I guess a slightly different track. So, who? Because I think we've all, you know, you, me, Shane, Crick, uh, we've all kind of seen a lot of the same people come up through the SoundCloud industry and you know come out the other side for better or for worse. So, right. who who are some of the people that you've really enjoyed watching grow? Uh. Mm- Churchill Mike oh, or yeah. Mike is probably like my favorite. Yeah. Just cause like I don't know. Shane introduced us to him and then like we are like just from the start you could tell the kid was like super talented. Yeah. And then like just seeing the where he is now is awesome. Cause it was always like just seeing it in him and then like it actually like 
coming into like play like where he is now i think it's awesome yeah he's never really had like a bad song or at least like, even like when we first no, met him, for real even like yeah i remember like just thinking like, even when we first met i was like this kid's like light years ahead of me and <laughs> like i could right. never make anything like this and he's just getting started yeah i don't even th- was he really even like taking it that serious at the time i feel like he was just kind of making good music just because he wanted to yeah I, th- I feel the same but now that he's like into it i love it because now we get to hear more churchill and it's great yeah young man deserves the the success he's getting yeah definitely yeah any uh anyone else that you remember just you know we've kind of watched grow uh i mean koi too i i suppose yeah because that's that's kind of that was kind of wild yeah it kind of is just how much he's grown since like we first like maybe I guess we could say cross paths with him, <laughs> or like when Shane like showed me him. Yeah. And it was like we were bumping it then, and then just constantly getting better and just gaining more of the following that he deserves. And now he's killing it, so that's pretty dope. Yeah, he's up. I, I don't because I I'd, I'd love to see him like in the mainstream, but I just yeah, I just can't really envision it. Like not that it wouldn't be like not that he's not. You know, or sorry, not that he doesn't deserve it. It's just like, it's weird to think about him being in the mainstream. Like I could definitely see right. Mike more being in the mainstream than him. Just like with the style. For sure. But yeah, there's always going to be sad 16 year olds that need, you know, sad music and hype music at the same time. Right. True that. Yeah. Oh, is there anyone else you can think of? Cause I'm trying to think too. I mean, even just like. Seeing like you guys, like you, Shane, Moyle, like mm. grow. Like, I mean, even like looking back on myself, I guess, from where, like, where we started, mm, where we at, where we've been, and then, and then where we're at. <laughs> yeah, but it seems so far away. No, but, <laughs> but that it's pretty, it's pretty cool to just think, you know, like, started off like, not even really taking it seriously, but then now, like, it's, like, part of our lives. Yeah, it's a big chunk of our lives now. Use it in fucking job interviews sometimes. Yeah. Just like, hey, like, you know, I've been doing this for years. I've sold a couple things here and there, and, you know, I know how to collaborate and do all this different shit. There's a lot of right. ways you can spend this kind of thing. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but... um. Marketing. Oh, yeah, that's big. Like knowing knowing what your brand is, knowing the audience you're trying to go to, and then knowing like how to reach that audience or how right. to talk to that audience as big. And just like social media marketing is like so important now for a lot of companies it, too. It's ridiculous. Like, and that's pretty much what like music Instagram is. It's just people marketing themselves. Yeah. So it's funny because like I feel like it was like mostly music and Instagram and like. I feel like on Twitter, I see so many different people like promoting their stuff. There's like people who promote their, um, their food, like they cook and like, they have like a side business where they cook and like sell their (laughs) recipes to people like in their area and shit like that. So there's, there's so much you can do with social media marketing if you just do it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. So, you know, this might be. I don't know if this is a corny question or what, but like, so what kind of advice would you give to a younger NARF, either, you know, someone who wasn't taking it seriously or maybe when you were first starting right. to really take it seriously, like what, what would you tell yourself? I mean, I feel like, uh, this even applies now, just like, to have like more confidence in like yourself and what you're doing, you know, like believe, believe in what you're making. And if you like it, like shoot, then that, that works. Like if you like it, it don't matter too much else. Like as long as you like it, go ahead, put it out. Like you don't even got to put it out, but keep it for yourself if you want. But, 
if you like something that you make, like, don't be afraid to like express that feeling or just like if if you like it but you feel like no one else likes it, like that's fine because you never know. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I just be more confident in like what you're doing, just in yourself, really. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can definitely respect that. Um. All right. So, if there's anything else music related, there were some other you know non music questions I wanted to ask, but let's see. All right. Um. Yes. Yeah, so I guess I got like two more non music related questions. So. For I think sure. you, you might have told me about this before, but like all your, uh, you know, those sweaters that you have on the wall and like all those different yeah. ones, like tell me where you get those. I'm assuming thrifted. Yeah. Most of them are thrifted. Uh, either like local goodwill thrift shop mm-hmm. type stuff or like my favorite, my favorite pieces are the ones like I'll get off like, uh, like an online thrift account or something mm-hmm. just cause it kind of takes with that. It kind of takes like your, like your local goodwill, but it's someone else's local goodwill and something they found. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I could, I got this from like California goodwill, but like I didn't have to go there <laughs> and they just, there's just more options. Yeah. So what's, what's your strategy when you go thrifting? Like, are you looking for something specific or what, what do you, What's the game plan for thrifting? No, not really looking for anything specific. I I always like like the the eye catchers like, and I I feel like I usually like I I started now looking like more at like the t shirts because like you can find some hidden gems in there. Oh yeah, but like I've always gone like gravitated more towards like the the sweaters and like maybe like the a button down or something. Yeah. Or like a jacket. But I don't really have a game plan or anything while I go in. I just kind of try and find something, something cool. Yeah. I uh, I remember that day we all went mini golfing and then went thrifting after. (laughs) Yeah. That penguins jacket. Yeah. I'm actually wearing the tie dye shirt I bought that day right now. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Memories. Charlie's Bar and Grill, Porterville <laughs> in Perry, Michigan. Shout out to Charlie's. Never been there, but it seems like a great place. Yeah, someone kept that shirt around, and then they said, you know what? Someone else needs to promote this place. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the last uh, non-music question I have for you is, what's uh, what's the best game of Warzone you've ever had? Ooh. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I can pull stats off the top of my head, but like there was one game where it was like, you know, getting down to the last final teams and I was, I don't know, I was probably like an inch away from my screen, just like, <laughs> all right, we're going to get this dub. I was just running wild and I was, I felt, I, I felt like I was just mowing people down. That might not be true, but like to me, I felt like I was just killing it. I was like, let's go <laughs> sniping people and shit. Ended up getting the dub, but I don't know what my stats were that game, but probably like 20 kills, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I have no way to disprove that. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that, sure. Yeah. Probably like seven, but That's a lot. I'll take 20. Yeah. I mean, fucking, I'm so bad at those fucking games. I, I just don't yeah. do well in Call of Duty. I suck at Warzone too. I feel like I feel like I'm way better at uh, multiplayer. Yeah, I haven't played either in a minute. But. Yeah, I uh, have you played any Valorant? I don't know if like you do. No, I've, heard, I've watched some gameplay though. It looks pretty dope. It's pretty fun. Me, Juice, Ferg, uh, George, who else, and a couple other people have been like teaming up on that. That's like a fun game too. Because that's like kind of similar to like uh counter-strike i think right people say it's like counter-strike and overwatch kind of mixed because it's like yeah, the gameplay yeah, of, you got like special abilities and stuff from yeah. like overwatch and yeah like, yeah it's yeah it's literally what it is it's like the gameplay csgo mixed with like the powers or abilities of uh overwatch. Right. pretty fun all right well let's see anything else i would like to ask you oh so yeah i guess one last thing is uh you know what looking into the future what are what are the goals for the music 
I'm just trying to keep one up in myself, I guess, trying to make the best music I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like if I just keep putting out quality music, then like, you know, growth will come naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just trying to focus on like, I guess too, like, I don't know. I've been, I've always kind of switched around my sounds a little bit, but I'm starting to really feel like a certain style more, I guess. Mm-hmm. We'll see <laughs> if if I switch again in the future, probably. But uh, yeah, pretty much just trying to make the best music I can. Yeah. I mean, and see what comes from that, Narf. you know? Yeah. You should go back to old Narf. Old Narf? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. I I try, I've tried. So who knows? Once I find, once I make one, I actually like maybe. I have because I have a couple on my computer that are burnaways, throwaways, I guess. <laughs> Faraways. Faraways. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> All right. Well, Sir Cole Narf Elock, the man. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for coming on today. This is going to be yeah. your chance to uh, let everyone know what is going on with the music right now. What do you got coming up, if anything? For sure. Um, yeah, spill the beans. So, uh, I just dropped my new single, Endless Summer, featuring Crick. It's on all platforms as of last for this past Friday. Uh, and right now, I got like two, three songs that are pretty much done so you can be expecting new music pretty soon too mm-hmm. awesome. also cinderella featuring the man himself slay aiken howdy out out on all platforms friday amazing go run it up on soundcloud for now but friday <laughs> it'll be everywhere let's do it um yeah and i will um i've been telling everyone this it's probably gonna be like two maybe three weeks before this episode actually drops i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to like roll them sure. out pretty consistently though because i have i think i have like five six seven interviews right now that are like quote unquote done yeah. i just need to edit them and push them out and i need to figure out like an upload schedule so right. um probably by the time that this is up those new songs will be out i'm guessing and i'll throw For sure i'll throw everything in the in the links and the bios and all that stuff too dope all right. Well, thank you for coming on today, sir. It has been a yeah, pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. It has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's, uh, let's play Warzone sometime. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I'll have to get back on the ground. Definitely. All right. You have a good rest of your night, sir. I'm going to start prepping too, for bro. Shane's interview in a sec here. Dope. All right. right on. Later, bud. Talk to you later. Peace. <laughs>